Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. These moments where you recognize that you don't really know who you are. Welcome to the Cornercast. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help professional women become fulfilled, earn more money, and discover themselves so that they can succeed without sacrificing their mental or physical health. On this show, We'll talk about how to achieve work-life balance, become more organized and productive, so you can stop living your life on autopilot. Welcome, and thank you for being here. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Cornercast. So today we are talking about when you've forgotten about you. So we're going to talk about what exactly that means. We're going to talk about why it actually happens. We're going to talk about how do you know if you've forgotten yourself and really what happens if you don't do something about it. And then, of course, some steps on what you can do if you're in this position. So thanks for joining me today. I'm excited to talk about this because this is one of the things that's really reoccurring, no matter uh, really the age, career, position of the, the women that I talk to, this is something that is very, very common and repeated. So when you've forgotten about you and what exactly that means is basically your tasks and your day-to-day life, the things that you have to do become really who you are. So instead of you being a person who does things, you are now those things that you're doing because you are so consumed by just getting through all of the tasks of the day. So if you haven't listened to the episode from last week about living on autopilot, this is very relevant for this situation as well. And this is kind of a byproduct of living on autopilot. Basically, you just become sucked into your day. So you essentially can forget the fact that you are a human with personal needs because you're so focused on just, you know, serving the people around you, taking the kids to school, showing up for work, surviving the day, whatever it is. So again, kind of living in that autopilot mode. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you can listen to this and then go back and listen to that one. That's episode seven. So when you've forgotten about yourself, really what that is, is we have these feelings of 
these moments where you recognize that you don't really know who you are. You don't really know what you like or what you enjoy. I was having a conversation with a client and I asked her about what she enjoyed. What were the things that were fulfilling to her? And she said to me, I don't know. And as shocking as that may sound to say, okay, well, I don't really know what I like because we all think that we know what we like. It's actually a really common answer because we're not really exposed to seeking any sort of fulfillment or joy or fun or adventure because we don't have time. Because our lives are filled with work and all the other jobs of everything else we have to take care of. So what happens is we just forget about ourselves. We become disconnected from who we are because we're so connected in just putting one foot in front of the other. And I've said it time and time again, but this very socially accepted way of living in which your days are just putting one foot in front of the other should not be accepted. That should be a red flag that I need help. I need guidance. I need support. This is not the way that I'm supposed to live. We are all entitled to fulfillment and happiness. And so when you forget who you are, you're essentially just shutting down everything that you actually want. And you're showing up and you're physically there, but you're not mentally there. So I want to talk a little bit about why this actually happens. What causes us to to lose ourselves, to forget about ourselves, to wake up and have those moments of like, I don't even know what I like. I don't even know what I want. I don't even know where I'm going. And the most common reason is going to be just the continued piling on of things without asking for help. We start out as individuals. And let's say, you know, as we go from our adolescence and into young adulthood and we start having more responsibilities. So there's the first shift, right? We move out of our parents' house, we have our first bills, we get our first job, whatever that looks like for you. I don't know about you guys, but I've been working since I was 16. So that coupled with my childhood itself in which I was pretty much forced to be an adult from a young age, this is going to look different for everybody. But regardless of the timeline, we start as an individual who then takes on some responsibilities, whether that's you know our first bills, our first job, our first home, whatever it is. And that's where we start. And then usually there's something added, okay? So that can be a child, a partner, sometimes both, 
It doesn't matter what order those are in, despite what society may tell us about our timeline and what that should look like. But either way, there is continued piling on of things. So you have you, then you have a job, then you have responsibilities, and then you have further things that are seen as your responsibilities as well. So there is continued piling on. So now it's not only your job to take care of yourself, it's your job to take care of yourself, to show up to work, to take care of your partner, to take care of your children or your furry children, because we have three dogs and they do require care. (laughs) You have to take care of your house. You probably have some family members that need some help. So all of this is just continued to be piling on. And with each thing that gets added, it becomes an opportunity for you to remove something for yourself. This happens in our careers and it happens in motherhood to where we form ourselves to whatever we need to be for that person or that thing with no regard to who we were before or who we actually want to be. We have to show up for that job. We have children that are dependent on us. Our partner needs us. We need to keep the house clean. All the house things are my job. So every piece that gets added on, everything that gets piled on the top, again, it's an opportunity to say, hey, now that you have that new job, more pressure, more hours, more money, you don't really have time to work out anymore. Now that you have that new house that you're taking care of, make sure that only you are doing the jobs and definitely don't ask for help. But you have to keep the house clean so you don't disappoint anybody. So if you're going to clean the house, you're probably not going to have time to go out to dinner with your friends anymore. And what are hobbies even? When your only goal is just to survive the day and get through the day, How can you think any further than that? And so that's how it happens. And that's why we wake up when we're 25, 30, 35, 40, and we're like, who am I? I still exist? I just thought I was a person that was showing up to do all of these things. Those things are not the person that you are. The person that you are lies outside of those things, outside of the, all of the things that you're busying yourself with. And so how do we know if we're here? How do you know if you're in this place to where you just have forgotten about yourself? Having no hobbies is a great sign of this. What do you do outside of the things that you consider are responsibilities? Nothing. What brings you joy? What brings you fulfillment outside of your work and your children and your home and your partner? What do you do to have internal validation? All of these external things, this this constant search for, I need somebody to tell me I'm doing a great job. I need to hear it from my partner. I need to hear it from my kids. I need to hear it from my family. I need to hear it from my boss. And so we pressure cook ourselves 
to make sure that we are achieving the most possible. And with every step towards achievement, instead of recognizing that in order to achieve and in order to be our highest, best self, we have to honor ourselves first, we forget about ourselves. We neglect the things that are actually needed for us to fulfill the purpose that we desire. If you have no hobbies, if you have nothing that you enjoy because you don't think you have time to do things that you enjoy, that is a problem. If you aren't setting personal goals for yourself in your personal life, or if you're setting those and if you aren't achieving them, that is a problem. The wonderful thing about this is that this is something that can be changed. This is something that's within your control. If we go back to why did this happen? How did I get here? It allows us to see, okay, well, now that I know how I got here, I get to figure out how to get myself out. I'll never forget the first time that I was arrested. I called my mom. And my mom said to me, you got yourself in there, and so you can get yourself out. And while in that moment, I hated her so much for saying that to me and for not saving me, those exact little moments are what has made me so resilient. So when you get yourself into a place, because you got there, it means you have the ability to get yourself out. And when I say you have the ability, this does not mean let's add something else to your plate. This means getting the right guidance to provide the right steps of somebody who's been there or knows how to get you out so you get to remove things from your plate instead of piling on. Because I know exactly what you're thinking as I'm going through this. You're thinking, I don't have time for me. So how could I discover myself, connect with myself, remember myself when I don't have time to do that? This is all perspective. Because with that view, you are last. Your job, your home, your kids, your partner, your dogs, they're all in front of you. And so if we don't do something about this. If you don't discover who you are, if you don't reconnect with the person that you are, it manifests in every single area of your life. You will build resentment, layers and layers of resentment. Every time you're doing a job, a task, You're going to be cleaning the bathroom counters, gritting your teeth. Instead of enjoying time with your partner, you're going to be staring at them, thinking about how they did not support you today and how you didn't ask for that support. If you don't view yourself as valuable enough to be first, to connect with, to do the things that fulfill you, you will live in anger. 
Because regardless of how you try to block, suppress, put away you as a person and cover it with as many tasks as possible, you are still there. And that person inside of you is saying, hey, you forgot about me. And so the anger will build and the resentment will build. And it never comes out just against ourselves. It will never come out in just the way that you're speaking to yourself in your head and knocking yourself down every time you fail. It will come up in the way that you treat others. It will come up in the way your relationship with your partner is. It will come up in the way and your ability to do your job. So the exact things that you're striving for success in are the exact places that this manifests because you don't know who you are. And so you can't honor who you are because you've forgotten who you are. That disconnection with yourself feels like a heaviness. And that's why we fill ourselves with distractions because then we don't have to look at it. Then we don't have to realize how disconnected that we are. But you know what the problem is, is just like I said, that person is still in you and all you're doing is abusing that person by not listening to the feelings that are messages for you. And so you will live in anxiety and depression because you don't know who you are, because you've forgotten that there is an entire human that you are responsible for. And so if you take your responsibility that you feel towards others and apply that towards yourself so you can finally see this is who I am. And if you do that, what happens is the opposite of everything that I've said here. Why do you need to remember who you are? Why do you need to be connected with who you are? So you can succeed. So you can feel fulfillment. So you can feel happiness. So you can feel joy. So you aren't living in anxiety. So you aren't denying an entire human living inside of you. So that you can teach your children, your partner, everyone that looks to you as an example. You have to remember and reconnect with who you are for true happiness. Imagine going through your life feeling like something's missing. Your whole life, you feel like something's missing. And then you die and you feel like something's missing. I'm not trying to be morbid. I'm just telling you the truth that this is how people live, that this may be how you are living because you've disconnected with yourself. So we make the goal here, reconnection. So how do we do that? How do we reconnect with ourselves? Because again, our first thought in all of this is this sounds like work. I don't have time for work. And I cannot tell you how many client calls that I've had where I've asked the question, do you feel like 
we have done something extraordinary or that you've had to change your whole life around? And the answer is always no, because big change comes from small change, but it's a commitment to change. So when you think that you can't because you don't have the time for the work that it takes, you have to recognize that maybe you're just ignorant to what the work actually is, or maybe you haven't found the right guidance. Our first thought when we think of change is more overwhelm, is something added to our plate, is something that we cannot handle in our lives right now because we have too much other stuff going on. Real change in a way that fits your life pulls things off of your plate. It opens your awareness to what you can do right where you are. Reconnecting and discovering yourself is not an option. If you want to be happy, if you want to feel fulfilled, if you want to reach your highest potential in your relationships, in your career, and elsewhere, it requires you remembering you, you knowing who you are, you knowing exactly what your purpose is and why you are making the choices that you're making. So here's what I want you to do. To work on this reconnection, I want you to explore some hobbies outside of your normal tasks. I don't care if this hobby is walking. I don't care if it's five minutes of meditation. I don't care if you go to a painting class. It doesn't matter as much as the fact that you are choosing to try something new. Explore something. What do you like? You're not going to know what you like because you're disconnected. And so the only way to know if you like something is to put yourself in the position to try. The next thing I want you to do to reconnect is be still. This is so hard because when we're still, we're thinking about all of the things that we should be doing. As if stillness is negative. My mantra for 2020, which has been hell of a year, y'all. My mantra is stillness is productivity. I have to repeat this to myself every single day. Because I too have been in a place to where if I'm not moving... If I'm not working with clients, if I'm not working on my business, and if I'm not with my kids, if I'm not doing X, Y, Z, I'm not valuable. But when I flipped that into stillness is necessary for my recovery in order to show up for all these people I want to show up for, I was like, damn, I got to be still. So be still. Meditate. Journal. Do gratitude. Be still. Be still. And when you're anxious about being still, comfort yourself and say, it's okay to be still. The stillness is productivity for me because I need to recover so I can show up. The third thing 
is finding your values. This is one of the most powerful things that I do with my client is taking an in-depth look at your values and actually writing something called a user manual. Knowing what your values are means that you're more confident in your decisions. It's also a huge piece in the puzzle of knowing who you are. So explore hobbies, be still, find your values, check your relationships. All these things that are piling on, there's something there that can be removed. You may not want to because you may fear disappointing the other person or you're going to make somebody mad. But there's something there that you can remove. And the last thing that I want you to do is reflect. You've got to give yourself that stillness to check in with yourself. Even if it's when you lay your head down at night, you say, how are you today? Because we're so used to suppressing all of our feelings and thoughts and emotions because we're just focusing on whatever task is next. So make it a habit once a day. Just check in. How are you? Are you okay? What do you need? And then you start honoring that. And then you build trust with yourself. So explore hobbies. Be still. Find your values, check in with the relationships around you, and reflect on your day. Check in with yourself. I feel so lucky to be able to guide people through this process of discovering and connecting with themselves again, because the results that come from it, again, are being able to show up in all of these things that you're trying to show up for, but you feel like you're barely breathing. Imagine showing up to those things how you want to show up. Imagine being with your kids and being able to be present. Imagine going into work with a full battery. Imagine your creativity not being stunted or non-existent because you have the mental space. These things are available to you. So as a reminder, please connect with who you are. Please recognize that if you are disconnected, if you're in that constant state of anxiety, and if you're just running from one task to the next and have no idea who you are, there's change that is worth it. And if you need help with that change, that's exactly what I do. I hope this is helpful for you guys. I hope that today you can just check in and connect with yourself and figure out some steps that you want to take. So you can show up in your life the way that you want to. I'm here if you have questions or if you need anything. I see you, I hear you, and I'm with you. So one of the most common questions I get is about self-care. And specifically within that, about creating routine. And so I want to give you guys one of my favorite products that I use in my morning and night routine. Whenever you're creating a morning or a night routine, it can sometimes feel like work. And so 
My best tip for creating some sort of routine is always going to be starting with something small. And that's how I started using Tula skincare and it fell so easily into a routine. Because honestly, you can simply start with washing your face and using a moisturizer. It doesn't have to be some big fancy long process. But what I did notice is number one, my skin got better. Number two, I started to feel better. Just having that added to my routine, it's just a really small piece of self-care. And honestly, morning and night, I spend less than five minutes doing it. So if you've ever looked at Tula, I love Tula for a lot of reasons. And honestly, I use all of their products. But if you want to try Tula, hop on there and start your hashtag self-care routine without it taking any significant amount of time in your day. But it really does make a difference. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.